Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What's up, everybody? Sunday Sampler Time highlights from some of the podcasts that came out this week on the Nashville Podcast Network on Sore Losers, Lunchbox, and Raymundo talking about the baseball playoffs, Movie Mike's top 10 highest grossing non-franchise movies of all time, meaning not the big blockbusters that have like one, two, three, four. So we'll do that coming up this week on the Bobby Cast. though. We're on the road in Kansas, and we're in an SUV. It's me, Eddie, Mike D, Kickoff Kevin, and our driver who jumped in the conversation. You could tell, like, he had a lot to say. And so we were driving from Manhattan, Kansas to Kansas City. We had a couple hours, and we're talking about the top five most famous artists we've ever met, like the coolest artists. So you'll also hear my interview with Lenny Kravitz from Vegas. So let's start. Here we go, the Sunday Sampler. Here's a clip from this week's BobbyCast. We are all packed in a SUV driving to Kansas City from Manhattan, Kansas. And we're going to get to the Lenny Kravitz interview in just a second. But before we get to it, I thought we would check in and because Lenny Kravitz makes my list of top five coolest people that I've ever met. Ah, it's pretty cool, man. And I think also someone gets cooler when you don't spend a lot of time with them. Like if you just get a second with them, there's no way they can prove to you they're not that cool. And Lenny Kravitz was as cool as you could possibly be. But you do think if you spent like 30 more minutes with him, you'd be like, oh, I can't stand this guy. I think he'd no, but I think he'd be more normal, like a normal person. Got it. Because everybody's, everybody's normal. Yeah. yeah. You may not like some people because of their personality. You may love some people because of personality, but everybody's still just a person. And so I think some of his like fictional hero shine would fall off as soon as you see like somebody farts. Sure. You know, or somebody uh, drools in their sleep. Like, I don't know why I'd be farting or drooling with them, but Interesting. you know yeah. what I mean? So, but he's the coolest. I put him on my list of top five coolest people I've ever met, musicians of all time. So we're going to go through. Who's all got a list? Eddie got a list? I have a list. Kevin, you got a list? Yeah. Anybody else back there got a list? I got, I got a list. Oh, everybody's got a list. Okay, we, we're, we're rolling this five. Be a long in. podcast. Do you have a list? Negative. Okay, <laughs> our driver does not have a list. He didn't get the email. No. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You, what's your name? Warren. Warren. Who's the coolest famous person you ever met? Uh, Warren. Warren Davis. Keep your eyes on the road, right? Warren. <laughs> He's looking at the road. Yeah, both hands on the wheel. I'm holding the microphone in case anybody is. Uh, who's Angela Davis? So, when, how'd you meet Angela Davis? 
I met her um, when she came came into town for a forum. Did you drive her? I did. Which, did she tip you good? She tipped me with wonderful wisdom and knowledge that I didn't know before. See, I don't want that. I want cash. Just for everybody listening out there. I don't want you to tip. Why used to, to white tables? People would tip me with Jesus bucks. Knowledge is, is priceless. Yeah, but I like money too because the knowledge don't pay the, the rent, you know? Hey, every little bit helps. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I used to wait tables and they would leave this fate look. I think it was money and they're looking to be like money with Jesus' head on it, your Lord and Savior. And I'd be like, that's true and all, but I also got to pay the bills. <laughs> like, I appreciate that money, but also leave a real one. Leave it George Washington, too. All right, guys, here we go. Number two, Eddie? Garth Brooks. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, unbelievable. And what's cool about Garth is he may not know your name, but he acts like he knows you're in it. He's like, hey, Eddie, good to see you. And I'm like, Garth Brooks knows me? But I don't think that's the case. I, do you think somebody tells him? Uh, I think he's... This is Eddie? Both. Hold on, I'm getting a, it, it, the valley down there. Is that what you say? It's beautiful place for a sunset when you come down here to Manhattan. Oh, sunset. look at the view. Right over there, it is like, it gives a picturesque view of like a mini Grand Canyon. I thought I was doing something wrong because he's pointing and I was like, what? I thought I was holding the handle wrong. It's the bad it is. <laughs> now I'm glad you did that. But I was like, dang, am I in trouble? I did that's to the old, the old crap bar like I'm about to bring you off the road. That's right. I live on the old crap handle. Um, okay, my uh, number one there, Eddie. Willie freaking Nelson. That's a good one. That's pretty awesome, man. Like I went to, I was working for the news, went to go interview Willie. They sent me out there with a reporter and we went to Willie's ranch and this was like outside of Austin and we pull up to a gate and this old pickup truck comes down the road and it's Willie. And he's just, I mean, he's got braids on like you expect him to. And he opens the gate, jumps out of the car, opens the gate, waves us on through. We follow him and his tour bus is parked outside his like mansion. And we walk in and we go in the tour bus and the TV's on. There was macaroni and cheese on the stove. like On the tour bus? Yeah, yeah. So, so he told us this too. Even when he's home, he stays on the tour bus. He because says he's so used to being on the bus. That's right. Wow. He said his wife spends, she lives in the house and he's like, and I live in the tour bus. He's like, we see each other once a week. That's crazy <laughs> that you stay in the bus. Uh-huh. So, I guess he spent most of his life in that bus. It's pretty amazing. And so we talked to him for, I think we stayed there for about an hour and a half. And uh, he told us stories about Ray Charles and Bob Dylan. And one of the coolest stories ever they told me about Ray Charles was that Ray used to go to the ranch and they would play chess. And he said Ray would make him turn the lights off to, to make it even. <laughs> so they would play chess in the dark. That's funny. <laughs> but how would he know? I would just lie. How would Ray know? Yeah, I just lie. Yeah, hey, hey, the lights are off, Ray. All right, checkmate. Now let's get to it. This is the, now that I think back about a possibly embarrassing interview that I did with Lenny Kravitz. Bobby Bones back here with Lenny Kravitz. You don't even know. You don't even know how much I've loved you in all the seasons of your life. So I'd like to tell you through song. All, this, all the seasons. Now, y'all, like all the seasons. You know, from like, are you going my... I mean... No, go, go back to the singing. Go okay. Ahead. Lenny, sometimes I will be sad and I would listen to your songs. And sometimes I will be happy. That's it. That's the song. <laughs> what you think? What you think? It's got it, huh? Yeah. Don't steal that. Copyright. I yeah. promise. All right. <laughs> Let me ask you this. How in the world, like, how do you stay so relevant for so long? Because it's like you've always been cool. Oh, that, 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 that's, a, that's a lot to follow. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just me. 
I'm, uh, I'm true to who I am. And I've been that throughout all of the years. Uh, when you have opportunities to say, follow the trends, you know, um, I'm here to, uh, represent love and God and peace and unity. And as far as the art and the music, um, I am very serious about staying out of the way and I wait to receive what it is that I'm to be given. Right. So the music that I write, it's, it's, it's not so much that I write it. It's given to me. Um, it's out there. It's floating, you know, and I'm, uh, blessed to be able to receive it, to pick it up and then to transmit it. So, you know, I'm not following my, my own things. I keep my, I try to keep my ego and a lot of my thoughts out of it and really have pure connection with the creative spirit. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. With Amy Brown. 
Hey, it's Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. And here's what we talked about this week on my podcast. I wanted you to just share the story for others because I love that you're aware of it and that you've done the work you need to do to find some balance with it because I feel like you realized you were over the top and then now you have like a happy medium. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah, because I wasn't always aware of it. So when the girls were little and I was doing the whole postpartum part of my life, (laughs) yeah, I had parties all of the time and I would invite everyone and we were drinking all the time and it would just be people in and out And I think at that time I was overcompensating for just not wanting to deal with what was going on in my life. So it was a distraction. Yeah. And then as my kids got older and they could not be asleep while the parties were going on and they would have friends over, I realized it was like, ooh, I'm letting my kids do all this fun stuff I didn't get to do. And it was really, really fun for me because... Growing up, my stepdad, he wasn't in the military, but people would think he was because he was so, what's the word I'm looking for? Strict? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it was just very like, take your shoes off and you can't eat anywhere but the table and, you know. Orderly. Like very. Like, I mean, you knowing me, can you believe that I never had to spend the night company and nobody wanted to hang out at my house? No, no. I, I would know. assume the opposite. Yeah, I was always at my best friend's house who her house was just like what mine is now. Her house was the house everybody hung out at. Which I love that about your house. I want mine to have more of that vibe. I love when people just walk in and out of my front door that I know. <laughs> people, see, people that I know. But see, it's funny that you say that because the very first time I ever came over here, I loved... Your vibe. Claire and Kat were here and their kids were here. Heck, you weren't even here yet. I walked in and you had like, you were still at the grocery store. Oh, okay. Well, so yes, those friends, they do have that. I guess it's those days in particular that I really enjoy, but I want that more often and kids feeling like they run in and out. But in our neighborhood, we don't necessarily have that vibe with our neighbors. There's just honestly not that many kids, but... I really want that. I hope my next home is a little bit more like that. I honestly will check if I, well, shoot, I feel like the next time I move, my kids might be older. So I don't really know what to do about that. (laughs) Maybe grandkids. I just want that energy, that feel because your home that night was full of so much joy and the kids are running around. You have a beautiful front yard and the movie's playing which you you played coco and there's blankets and lawn chairs you got half the people outside half the people inside but for all the kids because it was dark you gave every kid that came a glow stick and it was mandatory that they That's wear the it yeah so that way you could see where all the kids were in the yard and it was just really thought out and really fun but also just so relaxed and chill like your your priorities in my opinion we're in the right place because you said something to be about memories and what you wanted to look back on. So this was our 12th year of doing this particular party. It started out, we would carve pumpkins when John and I were dating and would watch a movie. And then as our friends started having babies, it was just too much. I mean, can you imagine carving pumpkins with that many? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a lot of kids. So, you know, x the pumpkins and now it's just the movie. And so... I used to, okay, I told you about my journey with the Enneagram. The Enneagram was like very life-changing for me. I think that's when everything shifted for me. It was like, I'm an Enneagram 8, which is very 
aggressive and bold and black and white. And it's the challenger. Yeah. And so my husband is a five. Very rare. Yeah. yeah. Fives are rare. Yeah. Yes. And very introverted and he's the researcher and just we're polar opposites. And I realized it was like I was doing these parties and then I was like demanding everybody do it the way I wanted them to. And like, I want, you know what I'm saying? I was getting mad at everybody for not doing everything the way I, I would do it. And then I started going to therapy and all of this stuff. Well, I kind of realized that you shouldn't do things with the expectation of... Yeah, it's like, like yeah. you should do things because you want to do them. And if it makes you happy to make other people happy, that's great. But you shouldn't you shouldn't find your happiness in forcing it down people's throats. You know? <laughs> like demand for a party yeah. to go this way and be yes. perfect and be exactly... Because you were very chill. And I felt that vibe when we arrived and everyone was just having a good time. But and I only like, have one party now. So one of those a year. One a year. You have no, because how many were you having before you limited it to one? I mean, it was like, it's Tuesday. Let's have tacos. Everybody come over. And the Enneagram was a part of you finding that balance or knowing that you needed to cut back, like that you were doing it a little too much and you could pull in the reins. It's a big cocktail of things. I think it was like just discovering all kinds of inner things that I had to deal with. It was a mask. Well, I texted you something actually that Kat Defada sent me on Instagram. It's from My Therapist Says, that's the account. And then Therapy Cat sent it to me. She hosts The Fifth Thing with me on Tuesdays. And most of my friends, our DMs is just sending other people's posts like, <laughs> oh, you need to see this. I'm gonna send it on over. And it says, something kind of neat I found out. If you ignore a problem for long enough, it either goes away or ruins your life. So 50-50, <laughs> pretty good odds. Let's do it live. We are the one, two, three, sore losers. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What up, y'all? It is Sizen. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville with Bazer, my wife. We do have a white picket fence at the apartment complex. Soon I'm going to have 2.5 kids. And yes, sadly, I will die of a heart attack when I'm 72 years old. Here's a clip from the last podcast. Well, I mean, did you just see what happened in Michigan State? Yeah, I saw that uh, coach got fired and that uh, they're looking at the uh, old crotch grabber. Uh, they got bigger issues than that, Coach. What? Yeah, they uh, they hired a meth dealer as a teacher, and then one of the students told on the guy and said, hey, I don't think he's a teacher. They did some investigations. Apparently, he was slinging meth in Louisiana, and Michigan, hi- Michigan State hired him as a professor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there we go, Michigan State. Hey, we didn't hear much about that. All I've been hearing about is Mel Tucker. I mean, what was he doing, allegedly? Yeah, dude, one of the students said, yeah, he, the professor that was not really a professor faked all of his stuff, apparently, but he, was, uh, he would get outraged at students, and the, the girl said, yeah, one time an IT guy came in to help us out with a Zoom, I believe, and he was late, and the professor just started screaming at him. I mean, it was probably like a meth rage or something. So do you think that one of the students was mad because he was charging them too much for the meth? 
and that's why they turned them in, or it was like a nerd student that was like, man, I'm not getting my education. Like, well, how did the students know he was dealing meth? Well, they didn't, but they just started looking into it because they said he would miss class a lot, and sometimes with his uh, when he would explain stuff, he he would go and no questions about yada yada yada. I believe it was like chemistry. I mean, so heck, he was probably pretty good at it. <laughs> but he would say no questions about that because I don't even know how to explain it. And they're like, uh, it's in in our syllabus. <laughs> 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 so then, I mean, it's that just this. I wish I had teachers like that. I'd have no questions either. Hey, give me the A. Let's get out of here. All it takes is that one kid that's an internet sleuth did some investigating, and they found out he was in the old clink before. Hey, these internet sleuths—they're getting everybody. I, I saw there was a there was a bunch of guys driving like motorbike, like a dirt bikes in downtown somewhere. Philly. Philly, yes. And this dude jumps off the motorcycle and gets on the back of this lady's car when she has her two kids in there, and he kicks the back windshield out, and she gets out, and they kind of headbutt each other. He shows her a gun, and then he drives off, and he has his helmet on the whole time or whatever, but Internet Sleuths tracked him down. Yeah, the uh, police chief, I saw that article. I was going to share it on The Big Show. The chief comes and goes, hey, man. Thanks to those sleuths on the internet, we saw this pretty quick. Really great detective work, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we not so fast on the uh, the Idaho murders. The internet sleuths were way wrong, and they got it all wrong. They were terrible. But they threw names out there that weren't really even the right names. But yeah, it was. Cra- I mean, it's crazy how good these people are on the internet. It's Mike D from Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. I did an episode recently dedicated to Martin Scorsese because he was out saying that superhero movies and franchise movies are ruining cinema. So I fired back with the 10 highest grossing non-franchise movies of all time and five non-franchise movies I believe changed cinema in the last five years. So this is just a little bit of that list. Check out the full episode of Movie Mike's Movie Podcast to hear the rest. Five non-franchise movies that have changed cinema in the last five years, and I'll tell you why. So I'll start first, in no particular order, at number five, Barbie. And I think it's because it has made that much money at the box office, and we are still going to see the effects of this movie in the years to come. I feel like this movie is going to open the door for more female directors, because let's be honest, it is a sausage fest out there. And every time a list comes out of the best directors of all time, there is always just a lack of female representation. And I think that needs to change. And I just saw something in Greta Gerwig's work very early on, kicking it off with Lady Bird. She is a director who knows exactly what she wants to say and how she wants to say it. All of the actors in her movie have such a trust with her and It is just so important to trust a director when making a movie, which I heard Robert Pattinson talking about this recently, which he says he relies so much on having a great director and a great script. But at the end of the day, it is his face on that poster. And if it's not good, he is going to be the one that gets ripped to shreds. No one is going to rip the director. No one is going to rip the script. They're going to say that Robert Pattinson did not do a good job. So I think that I've seen so many great stories about Greta Gerwig and her actors trusting her and her putting them in the best position to make them look great and to make the story flourish. 
And I think Barbie is the best example of that. So if she can do that with Barbie, break down the door, hopefully all these big executives making the decisions on what directors to attach to what films, they bring on more directors like Greta Gerwig, who now has the ability to make any movie she wants. I think of Christopher Nolan, who we've also been talking about, he kind of got that right after he did the Dark Knight trilogy, but really cemented himself with Inception. And now he can essentially do whatever he wants. I feel like after you make a movie that has grossed over a billion dollars, you get that right. And now they're going to have to pay her a lot of money. So that movie makes my list also from this year. Look at that. There's two movies from this year that have changed cinema release on the same weekend. Martin Scorsese. What are you talking about? Did you not go to the movies this summer? Because on that same weekend, we got Oppenheimer, which is now the biggest biopic of all time. Talked about it earlier, beat out Bohemian Rhapsody. So I think this is also changing cinema and showing you that movies can be significant. They can be impactful and they can resonate with audiences. Even if they take a story like Oppenheimer, which is just a character study on Oppenheimer, who is this theoretical physicist, and by no means on his own is there anything particularly sexy about his story on surface level if you were just reading it on a textbook in a history class. But you take his story, give it a great director like Christopher Nolan, it opens up the door for so many more great biopics. I even think of Air, which came out earlier this year, showing us that you can make a movie about a shoe be one of the best dramas of the entire year as well. So it gives me hope that every single biopic that comes out doesn't have to be a famous musician anymore. With movies like last year, Elvis coming out, there's a Bob Marley biopic coming out. I just feel like we get those movies so frequently that I get less interested because I think they have run out of icons at this point. And I feel like those movies lose out on some attention to detail because they're just telling the story of an iconic character in music and you think the songs are going to speak for themselves and you don't really have to focus so much on who you cast for it or who you get to direct it, which is really the most important thing. So then you get these movies that look like they deserve to be shown on a cable network and I'm expected to go see those and think they have some kind of value just because they're about somebody really famous. So I think Oppenheimer is going to change that and get back to making biopics about people in history who actually have really great stories to tell if you put the time and effort into it like Christopher Nolan did. So that is my number four. And number three is another recent movie. Came out last year and swept the Oscars this year. It is everything, everywhere, all at once. And the way I feel like this movie is going to change cinema is because it was able to have such a massive look with a relatively modest budget of $25 million. And I think the way that this movie has changed cinema is showing that you can make a film on a relatively modest budget. This one only cost $25 million to make. Went on to make $141 million at the box office, but had this massive cinematic look and obliterated what we thought we knew about any kind of multiverse situation. In a year where Marvel also put out Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, it put that movie to shame. It made that multiverse look so one-dimensional because there was so much more creativity in this movie, so much great use of editing that made this movie look even bigger than that $25 million budget. And in a world of remakes, reboots, sequels, superhero movies, I think you can't go wrong with any A24 film, which is the studio that put out everything everywhere all at once. 
Looking historically, in the last five years of A24, they have created some of my favorite movies that are all standalone, non-franchise, non-superhero films. I mean, just looking at their last five years, this year we got Talk To Me, which is a great horror movie. We've had The Whale, Uncut Gems, Hereditary, Lady Bird. Really, just diving into A24 on their own, they could be single-handedly saving cinema. They don't make a big fuss about it. They're not telling you to not go watch those superhero films as well. But you know when you go watch an A24 film, you're going to get something special. You're going to get something unique. Sometimes they miss. Sometimes they put out some really boring movies that you really have to think about. And they're hit or miss. Sometimes A24 puts out some very meta movies that you watch and you don't understand whatsoever until you go read an article on the internet of some other nerd who didn't really understand it when they watched it but made up all these theories. And then we're all like, oh, we get it. It's a metaphor for why we all had terrible childhoods. But yes, essentially, I could have put every A24 film of the last five years on this list. So go check out all A24 has to offer. Thanks for listening to this week's Sunday Sampler. Hopefully something there tickled your pickle. You can go check it out. Check out one of the podcasts, the Bobby Cast, Four Things with Amy Brown, The Sore Losers, Get Real with Caroline Hobby, and Mike D's Movie Mike's Podcast. Have a great week, and we'll see you guys. Bye, everybody. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p.